Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. Family's about to engage in some Mortal combat. Not at Christmas time. To decide once and for all who is the ultimate. Actually, Christmas time is probably the most common time for that to happen. Would you say? I, I would think so. Let me, if you're preparing for a big holiday get together with all your family, listen to me. Just slow down. Okay. It all seems like a good idea on paper. And you would think this, this can't go wrong. It's Christmas. Everybody's going to be in a good mood. It's not going to work. Family get together should not last more than 24 hours. That's my take on it. Yeah, I kind of agree. It just gets too hard. Like, even when we used to go to my grandmother's house, like, every year we'd have to go to each grandmother's house, you know? Mm -hmm. This is why my mom gets mad. You know that, right? Does she need a reason? No, no, no. But here's the thing. We used to, I I tried to explain this to her before. She's like, well, when you guys were little, we always went to the grandparents' house. Mm -hmm. Yes. The grandparents that live farthest away from us were an hour away. Right. The grandparents that are now closest to me are 12 hours away. Right. There's a big difference. Yes. Mm -hmm. I can't run up there on a Friday afternoon and be back at my own house Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it doesn't work. But even that, that little trip, you'd over the river and through the woods, the great big nice house. My dad hated that too. You know that? Hated that my grandma had a nicer house than we did. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, Anyway, all we were going to do is get there. All of the cousins would be there. All my aunts would be there. Mm -hmm. Not my uncle, because he's a fucking stoner loser. Nobody really wanted him around. And all we were going to do was have dinner, go to bed, wake up in the morning, pretend it was Christmas again for the kids, Mm -hmm. and go home. And everybody's exhausted and crabby. and Somehow by the end of that, by the end of that night, Doors were being slammed. People were fucking hysterical. It was always adults. The kids were like, what? Because they were drinking. No, they weren't drinking. They were just being dumb. Yes, they were. They no, were they hiding it from you. No, they weren't. No. No, no, no. They're no. saying they had eggnog, but it wasn't just eggnog. <laughs> no, Come pro- on. No, they're just family. That's just the way that it is. And I, I and never. booze. Well, I, I don't think so. Some I, rum I think balls. it was mostly pills. Okay. Well. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Fucking. But that, so. Don't put unrealistic expectations on your Christmas is what I'm telling you. If you go to visit your family and they're assholes, just remember they were assholes last year. They're going to be assholes next year. So you can either continue to do this and slap yourself in the face or you can get your drink on when you're there and just let it go. Fucking relax. Anyway, that's episode number 663, Advent. What does that mean anyway? Mm-hmm. I'm not big into the... You're from the fucking verbiage. little goofy catholic light hello church. you were the one who did bible drills there's no advent in the baptist fucking religion <laughs> just to be clear advent sounds very catholic-y and lutheran-y know what i mean it clearly sounds like it's dogmatic and on your end of the spectrum anyway if they want to call us where can they call us uh they can call google at 214-267-9899 email show at gmail.com thank you Amazon, for being my sponsor you're fantastic fantastic Quick update on the uh, days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, I have already figured out the theme. Two days in, I know. Well, it wasn't supposed to be a big giant secret until the days started. 
Okay. Unless, of course, you count the fact that you had somewhat of a hint, which you say you don't you, remember. See, this is the thing. But over Thanksgiving dinner, I completely, totally, fully disclosed what the theme was accidentally. Right. Now, listen to me. You do understand that during Thanksgiving dinner, I was not focused on anything that you said. I was busy carving turkey and eating turkey. If it wasn't one of those two things, I didn't care. And at that point, the 12 days of Christmas was a long way away. I wasn't even thinking about it. So I'm not going to tell everybody what the theme is, but I'm going to tell you that day one was a box of Twinkies. And we'll talk about day two tomorrow. People can guess. So, but day one was Twinkies. I love Twinkies. Real Twinkies, too, because, hmm, let's see, Kim. Are generic Twinkies as good as real no, Twinkies? No, no. <laughs> We talked about that before. Not everything that's generic is good. Some things, in fact, I think, you know, back in the 70s or whatever, when the generic stuff first started rolling out and you started to see more of it, most often the generic stuff was crappy. But we talked about, oh, probably 200, 300, 400 episodes ago. Something like that. That the generics are getting much better. And in fact, half the time they're processed in the same plants or just repackaged. And right. so, yes, in this particular case, I thought that the generic Twinkies would be A-O-T-A. Hmm. And then I got the real ones because you hated the fake ones. And you didn't believe me. I tasted the fake ones and said these are They gross. were okay. They, but, they no, were, but I, you know, I didn't have Twinkie memory, mm-hmm. I guess, in my mm-hmm. taste buds. And then so you did. It, did. it wasn't that big of a deal until we put them side by side and actually did a taste test. Yeah, and you and Thing One even did a taste test together. Looking at it, dissecting it, checking it out. Now, here, here's a couple of things. And I told you this all before the taste test, and you didn't believe me. But here, here it is. Fake Twinkies. One, the cake is always too heavy. It was too heavy. It was too, too firm. Too firm. fucking heavy. And dry. Twinkies, if you pick up a Twinkie inside the wrapper and squeeze it in your fucking hand, it should turn to goo. Right? Yeah, it was much more moist and yes. fluffier. The filling inside fills a Twinkie almost to the edges. There's very little Twinkie around that filling. Right. The generic shit, a couple globs in there, call it good. And it wasn't good. No, goo. it's nasty it was goo. Gross. And that's saying something, because the goo inside a real Twinkie is whipped vegetable oil and sugar. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing good in there. So yeah, I'm glad you've come to your senses, and you just have to know, sometimes... Eh, the whole box. Eh. <laughs> it's just not as good. I know, but you got to try them or you'd mm. never know. Some things I can look at and tell. So we got a Lego advent calendar this year mm-hmm. for the Kidleys and for us. Because Legos are becoming, as we get older and people have reached a point where they can actually build Legos without either choking to death on them or killing each other trying to do it. Which is kind of sad that we had to get one kid completely grown and two most of the way grown mm-hmm. before we could have fucking Legos. So these, these Lego advent calendars are fucking genius. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. It's just a box with a picture on it, right, of a little cityscape. Ours is Lego City Advent Calendar because we were a little bit too slow, and that means we're no Lego Kingdoms Advent Calendar. Right, there's a billion different kinds. Right, Lego Kingdoms clearly is the best one. Mm -hmm. As near as I can tell. It's kind of the shit. But the Lego City one, okay. So you open up, it's got a little cityscape, there's little doors, you open them up, pull out a little Lego, put it together for the day. Right, and there's like a little display piece that you put them all on. Right now, I I like them all. Don't get me wrong. But some of these make no fucking sense. Well, I like the first day. The first day they start you right off the bat and you get a, a snowman. A, it was a, I thought it was a Christmas tree. No, oh, it was a snowman. No, no, snowman. Yeah. Nice little snowman. Uh-huh. And then it was a plumber. 
No. Or <laughs> no, a kid. This next one. I, I keep saying it's a plumber it's because not. I'm expecting one at some point. Right. There's probably going to be. But uh-huh. the second day, and I don't know how this even, it doesn't fit with Christmas and it doesn't fit with Lego City. It's a kid with his hat on sideways jauntily. That's how you know he's a kid. Mm-hmm. With a sword. Yeah. <laughs> well, today's was a lady with a loaf of bread. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe we're Whatever. misinterpreting things. No, we're not. It's a guy with a fucking sword. It is weird. It is weird. They're just trying to be realistic because people carry their katanas and stuff around all the time. Yeah, and they go, to, they go to jail. So anyway, we've been doing that, and that, that goes over pretty well. Everybody's pretty excited to see it that day. It's just something goofy, and it helps the weeks before Christmas go by easier. Right. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. The kids have been going around decorating the house because everybody's... Should we talk about the Christmas lights? Yes. Okay. I I was fully planning on putting Christmas lights up. Really, really was planning on putting up Christmas lights. I even brought them all down from the attic. Correct. But I happened to be driving around, and I saw these Christmas lights that made my cock burst mm-hmm. with Christmas joy. And, of course, we did not have that kind. No, we didn't. And I showed them to you, and there was a tiny trickle of vagina juice, so I knew you were very excited. They were pretty cool. And what they are, they're called shooting star or dripping icicle uh, lights for outside your house. Mm-hmm. And it looks kind of like the Matrix falling down. They are them, really cool. Right? Mm-hmm. And I said, done. Those are the lights I'm going to put on the house. Now, I like them because they're kind of minimalist, right? They're only white. And they just they're just little cascades of light that fall, and they're kind of widely spaced, so it's not like a whole bunch of light, which you have to admit for me is pretty restrained. That's true. So I went out and I was like, okay, I'm gonna see about how many feet I would need across the front of my house, and it was gonna be like 150 feet. Okay, <laughs> already I was like, Ooh. that seems like a lot. And then, and then I looked up how expensive they were. Mm. You probably should have done that first. Well, how do you know? I know. You know what I'm saying? 20, it's a deal breaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. twenty nine ninety five for eight feet. <laughs> That's a lot of money. That's a lot. And it's not yeah. like you can put other stuff up and then just do those in a couple places. No, it would no, look no, no. It would look retarded. stupid. It would look stupid. You have to have them all the way across the front of your house. So I looked at it and I said, <sighs> that looks like $700 to me. No. Mm. I'll wait. We'll have those next year. Well, it was funny, too, because Thing One's new boy, we have to get a, another nickname for boy him. Boy 2. Okay, you want to call him Boy 2? I don't think he's going to be around for real. Okay, we'll call him Boy 2. He was here pretty much once, and then the second time he was here, he was pretty much down on his knees begging to let us, let him crawl around on our roof to put lights up. Yeah, see, and here's the only problem I have with Boy 2. He's... He's trying a little too hard to be ingratiating, and it's getting on my nerves. It's like, I don't know you, and I'm yeah. not going to let you crawl around on my roof, because right. if you fall... Right. I don't need your mom coming down here yeah. and suing uh-uh. me. Enough. So, he needs to learn that he just needs to keep a little distance yet. He's not part of the family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's doing a little bit better. And he's doing a lot... Of, I mean, Thing 2 is doing a lot of shit with his family, to which I was like, that's, that's a little early. Yeah, know? a little bit different. It's it's but they've been talking through Skype. Right. 
So it's not like she hasn't met them yet. She no, just but hasn't she met has, them in person. She has weekly fucking Skype phone calls with yeah. his entire family. Don't you find that a little bit fucking well, odd? Well, I think she's just there when he has the call. But he's been he's she's part of it. She's not like not mm. on the camera. She's right there next to him. See, I just think that's weird. It's like immersion therapy or something. I guess. I, I can't tell her how to have a relationship because clearly I'm fucking old and stupid and everybody in this house doesn't believe me when I Oh, stop it. But I just, I don't know. Like I said, that, that kid's just a little too much, a little too fast. He needs to fucking slow down or he's going to piss me off. And I told the thing one, you know how it is. They get to piss me off once and then I'm done with them. Get out. So, no, no lights. Fine. I was kind of surprised that as expensive as those were, they were kind of uh, rare too. People were buying the shit out of those. I don't know. I think year. it's because we looked a little too late because I like guess. the you know, they were at like Home Depot, Lowe's, that kind of place. And I remember at Halloween time, yeah, when you we got were a looking point. for for they Halloween were, decorations, they were completely wiped out and moved on to Christmas. Yeah, they had before Halloween. Right. They had kind of jumped the gun by yeah. like a lot. So. They just didn't yeah. want the inventory on hand, which I can't really blame them. No, I mean I understand, but still. Um and then we went to a little bit of Christmas shopping, getting everybody wound up. And uh, I don't. You and I both did pretty good this year, I think, getting our lists to each other in pretty much record time. Right. Pretty timely. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of a courteous thing to do. All right. We'll talk a little more about lists next show. But. So we, we you and I did almost all of our shopping for each other online. It was just there was just no point in doing it any other way. I mean, we got some stuff for each other in stores, right? Yeah, a couple things. But things that I never would have thought would all of a sudden there'd be a run on them. People are treating some of this shit on your list like it's fucking the first year of Cabbage Patch Dolls. I saw the price on one of the things that... On my stuff? Yes. I saw the price on one of the things I'm going to get for you. Mm -hmm. Go from X dollars Mm -hmm. to X times six dollars in 24 hours yeah that's ridiculous and i just went huh who even knows this exists except for my wife apparently lots of people it's like the stupid elusive lala loopsie doll oh my god that i've been so chasing tired down of about lala loopsie this isn't even a christmas present. it's the dumbest thing it's not even a christmas present and you've been hunting it again much like fucking cabbage patch dolls year one I know, dogging it night and day, and the price goes up and down, up and down, up and down. Yes. Now, I, I know full well that a, a good retail price for that is 20 bucks, 25 maybe. That is the way with, I'm, I'm telling you, the way with the, the hot item for the year, except for the year that it was the Wii, but in general, the hot item for the year is not expensive. That's what makes it the hot item. Well, I guess so. But they're like going for seventy dollars, a hundred bucks. You have to time it just exactly right in order to be able to score one. Well, it's just like you watched Raising Hope with the baby sneezes. Well, it's true. People fucking hoard that shit and then they pimp it out as it gets closer to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Not I'm not nice. brave enough to play that game. Me either. I get burned. So yeah, you finally got yourself a little loopsy. I, I did. And then thing three announces that she would like one too. Come on. I was like, oh, come on. I already <laughs> opened this one. If I had known she wanted asshole. one, I wouldn't have opened it. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Oh, you already got it and opened it? Yeah. Oh, I, I, didn't even, I didn't know you'd even, you'd even had it yet. Yeah. I knew you ordered it, but I didn't know you Yeah, it, it came quickly. 
But she saw it, and now she wants one. So I'm on the hunt again. I, I hate that shit. <laughs> it's, I thought I was. I thought I was done with that. But we'll talk about that a little more episode next episode. But I'm really tired of people giving me this shit ass list and then adding bits and pieces of it mm-hmm. every day till Christmas. That's not how it works, people. They get in under the fucking gun. But the kids have been going around decorating the house, so that's kind of cool. They're making those little window clings with the basically glue, right? Colored glue. Yeah. It, it, well, it's kind of like fabric paint, I guess. I know. That's kind of cool, though. But people are pretty Christmas this year. But people are all pissy about the traditions. Not quite living up to their expectations. Which is why I was telling you today, I think we should just start wrapping presents and sticking them under the tree. Because why pretend? Because why give a shit? They already know. They already know. And they're being fucking crank asses about a lot of stuff. I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry that the magic of Christmas wears off when you grow up. I don't have any fucking control over that. That's true. And I remember what it was like. I mean, I remember getting older and going, ah, Christmas is, can be kind of a drag. You know? Because between the time I was like 15 and the time I was 18, I, didn't ha- I did not enjoy Christmas. It wasn't until you and I got on our own when I started enjoying it. Again. I don't know. We'll see. Doctors who carried out a stem cell transplant on an HIV-infected man with leukemia in 2007 say they now believe the man to have been cured of HIV infection as a result of the treatment, which introduced stem cells which happened to be resistant to HIV infection. Hmm. Now, this this news story is a little bit shady, and I'm going to be very curious to see how the story unfolds over the next few days. Because the, the stem cells didn't just happen to be AIDS resistant. They found it. They All found right. this guy a while ago that was HIV resistant, and they've been eyeballing him. Which, if I was him, I'd be real fucking nervous. I'd be feeling like an albino in Africa. Well, I thought that they had identified that trait quite some time ago. Yeah, but there's not very many people that have it. Right. Right. And so, and it's, very few that will consent to being research guinea pigs. Well, because it, it it gets unpleasant. They start doing mm-hmm. shit like taking bone marrow samples, and that is not yeah. fun. And I understand that you want to contribute to curing AIDS and stuff, but if somebody said, you know what, for the next few months we're going to take a bone marrow sample every couple of weeks, I would say, no. Mm-mm. But what I find interesting is this guy had cancer. He had uh, some kind of fucking heinous leukemia, which is what was actually killing him. He had HIV, but this leukemia was definitely going to get there first. So they pumped him full of chemotherapy and mm-hmm. essentially destroyed his, his white blood cells. He had, like, none left. And your white blood cells is where AIDS roosts. Where it hangs out, and so they they blow out all his white blood cells, and they're like, "Well, fuck! Now what do we do? This guy's he's all immunocompromised. He's all jacked up on fucking chemotherapy." So then they took some bone marrow from this dude who was HIV resistant, and they shot it into the guy, gave him a bone, a little stem cell bone marrow transplant, and when he got better, no AIDS, no HIV, all good. Well, I'm hoping that it really does work out for him. But my concern is, and I was just watching this today on Discovery Health Channel. You and Discovery Health. Okay. Yeah, they had something. It was basically with uh, organ transplants and people right. taking on traits from the donor. Yes, yes. And they're attributing it to cell memory. So, given that theory, wouldn't it be possible that his cells also hold the memory of having the leukemia? other cells in his body that's not how cell memory, is what i'm saying that's not how cell memory works how do you know well because the idea is that 
The idea of cell memory is that parts of your memories are encoded in your actual cells. They're not just in your brain. They're in your whole body. Mm. Right? It's the same reason why, for example, people learn to play piano. They don't play piano for a long time. And they sit down and they start playing again without really thinking about it. It's because your, your muscles remember. They know. They know what needs to be done. So that stuff I can understand. But diseases are not. Your, your cells don't go, man. Really, I'm kind of nostalgic for the days of leukemia. Let's bust. But they can remember that you like green peppers. Yeah. Come on. Well, okay. I'm just saying. Let's say let's say cell memory is a real thing, and I'm not entirely convinced that it is. But let's say that it is, right? If that's the case, don't you think there's an evolutionary block that that people whose cells could remember that one time they got sick and they just keep making them sick over and over? Those people all died. We don't have that anymore. I don't know though. I think you're. <laughs> I think they're finding out more and more that we have that there's things that we just don't understand. Well, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, we were there was one story I was going to talk about. We'll just talk about it here. They discovered, and this is really gross. It's not in this. No, it's not show, in this one. And no, I didn't. I didn't put the notes in there. But I'm just going to spit it out here. It's okay. all part of the same thing. They discovered that your intestinal flora and fauna, the little critters that live in your guts that make your shit regular. Mm-hmm there's compatible types right right and if you all remember a while back we did a story about how sometimes people get these fucking colon diseases and the only cure is a shit transfusion right now at the time you and i thought it was both thought it was very odd that one of the people in the story was a husband and wife couple and the husband gave his wife he was a shit donor for his wife right now normally that's not how it fucking works you know what I'm saying? Just because you and I are married doesn't mean I can start giving you fucking blood and shit. Right. There's no guarantee. But they found more and more people that their shit was compatible. And then they discovered that if they looked at it a little bit deeper and discovered that if you had E. coli, let's just say for the sake of argument, it's E. coli type A. And you met somebody who also had E. coli type A and you knew nothing else about them. Right. You, you don't even know they have E. coli type A. You just met this person. They're a complete stranger. You would be attracted to them. Right, because of your gut. Because of like the gut instinct. Because your shit bacteria are driving you to find somebody whose shit they can mingle with. That's disgusting. Yeah, but I'm just, <laughs> the thing I find interesting about this is scientists don't know a fucking thing about why we do anything. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm and saying. When but... people say uh, our marriage just didn't work out, y- you know why? Because you probably didn't do a shit sampling. What about if they just made that a requirement before you got married? Anal sex right off the bat? Just like, you know, the blood test or whatever. No, not anal sex. Gives me a chance to get my stuff mixed in with your stuff. You should have to be, it should be both an exchange on both parts. No, you keep your stuff. See, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Suddenly when it's the other way around, forget it, right? I, I don't know. The whole thing is just weird because... How many other things are they going to fucking find? You don't, I mean, it could be fucking anything. There's, there's no, there's no telling why you like somebody else you like. And if you believe in higher concepts like love, just remember that you mainly attract the people because the way your shit smells. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. You, you, how else do you find out? All the little parasites in your gut go, pick him, pick him, they pick do. him. <laughs> well, that's true. Next story. I guess Dexter and his wife didn't uh oh, compatible. God. You know what? I'm so glad they got divorced. Michael C. Hall and what's her name? I don't even it know. It makes her name. me sad. It doesn't make me sad. Uh, it doesn't make me sad. I hated the fact that they got married because it made I the know, whole show weird, creepy and weird. Still What the fuck was that, Kim? Ow. 
What did you do? That was electric shock. <sighs> if you burn up the equipment with your fucking ridiculous... I picked up my iPad. Please to be a little more careful. Next story. I wonder if that, I wonder if that sound transferred on there as a blip. I, I can't imagine that it didn't. <laughs> as I thought you got yeah. hit by lightning over there. Next story. Oh, yeah, I'm a big conductor. For a growing number of women who want to strut their stuff in high heels, the latest footwear fashion accessories are surgical saws, titanium rods, and liposuction needles. Toe shortening and fat injections into the foot pad are among the popular procedures in a new plastic surgery craze focused on feet. Paying up to $3,000 per procedure, more and more women are surgically performing them, transforming themselves into Cinderella from the ankle down. Helping women squeeze into high heels and carrying the damage they cause is a $45 million a year business. All right, I can't help you, bitches. You've, you've officially become retarded about your shoes. I, I saw this show on Nightline, which is where they originally did the story. And this woman, who was, she was in her 20s, okay? So she, they just show her feet. And she's like, well, I have this problem that anytime I wear open-toed shoes, I feel like everybody's looking at my feet because my toes are not right. Now, when I was looking at her feet, I couldn't see anything wrong with them. Okay. And because they were in the high heels? No, no, she was just oh. standing there. Just had her shoes, just had her shoes off and mm -hmm. just the doctor was it was like she was showing them to the doctor. And the doctor said, "Well, I don't understand what the problem is." And she goes, "It's my middle toe. Do you see that it's longer than my big toe and it's just freakish and weird?" That's dumb. Yeah, you know why it's dumb? Everyone's second toe is taller than their big toe. <sighs> and the doctor didn't say, you're really dumb. <laughs> what do you want me to do about your, your toe, which is perfectly normal as far as I can see? No. He said, "Here's what, okay, well, we can fix this. We can fix this. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your toe. And I'm essentially going to cut it in half. Okay. And then I'm going to trim the end off this bone. I'm going to shave two millimeters off the, the knuckle of your toe. And then I'm going to put a little titanium rod back in your toe. Now, it won't bend anymore. Well, okay. It doesn't that bend. That seems it. like it would be really uncomfortable. Doesn't, doesn't bend walking. anymore. No, well, Kim, if you want your toe to be a completely unrealistic size, that's what you have to do. Yeah, he's going to put a pin, titanium pin in. And now you will have feet that look like aliens because you're now your foot does not look like a human foot people are ridiculous yeah and they shave bone off the outside of you know like your the ball of your big toe you know how there's like that big lump there yes okay that lump just so everybody's aware serves a fucking purpose it is a load-bearing structure of your body but they're they're cutting that down too well, Whitt yeah, whittling it, it down balance. yeah they're whittling it down so you can fit in a narrower toed shoe i know i think they have this all backwards Instead of altering your feet to meet the fashionable shoe, they need to alter the shoe it's, so it meets feet's needs a little I, bit better. I, yes. Yes. It is the dumbest thing. The dumbest thing. Our kids are going to get to be in their 20s and be mad at us because we didn't bind their feet. You know that? <laughs> I'm sure. You guys, why didn't you do something horrible to my feet when I was little so I wouldn't have to go do something horrible to them now? Ridiculous. Well... I Thankfully, the girls kind of have my sense of 
wanting to keep their feet functional for a good long yeah. time. So they most often choose practical shoes with the exception of thing three with the boots. Yeah, Although they those, are comfort boots. That's the thing. She's not wearing big, tall, high heel boots with fucking narrow, teeny, tiny toes. No, no, no. no. She They're gets, her tenny boots, she calls right. them, because they have like tennis shoe bottoms. Right. But she's actually been wearing Converse tennis shoes right. lately. But well, yeah, I, they, they don't do that. People like your sister, your younger sister. And, even and my mom, and my mom had to have surgery on her feet because so she weird. screwed them all up. And when, when we were younger, I mean, when we were in our 20s, you had friends that I saw their feet. and I was like, what the fuck happened to her? Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's from high heel shoes. What? Yeah, even at a young age, it can happen if you wear them too often. It, it feels all your fucking t- your gnarled all up around. and fucking twisted looking. All just not worth it i mean you're spending three thousand dollars to fix your feet to squeeze them into a two hundred dollar pair of shoes huh that doesn't make any sense (laughs) and by the end of the day they're gonna when you get old you know when you get when you get old they're gonna have to go in and try to fix the shit you did to your feet or you're just gonna spend the rest of your life in a wheelchair congratulations i blame sarah jessica parker that's who i blame Come on. It's been around much longer than she has. I don't think it's... You blame Cinderella. No, I don't think it's... (laughs) You can... The Brothers Grimm. With the hatchet. Yes. I cut off my toes so they fit. Exactly. Started way back when. I don't know. I think... I don't think it became as fetishized as it did once the Sex and the City stuff started. Because I don't remember hearing chicks all the time talking about fucking shoes until then. And then it was like ridiculous shoes. Oh, it's been around for forever. Weird. Weird. I just don't approve. Stop. Just stop, ladies. If you want to have plastic surgery or something, get yourself some giant titties. Why you got to fuck up your feet? Stop it. Just dumb. Well, no guy gives a shit what your feet look like, just so you know. That's not true. There's people out there with foot fetish. Okay. You told me all about them. But here's the thing. Most guys don't fucking care what kind of shoes you're wearing. Feet are gross anyway. Leave them alone. A Wisconsin postal carrier says he simply wanted to cheer up a woman on his rounds who seemed stressed out when he decided decided to deliver his mail in the buff. But upon further review, the worker told police that delivering mail while completely naked probably wasn't a good idea. Police report says the 52-year-old man told the woman he would deliver the mail in the nude to her office in Whitefish Bay to make her laugh. The report says that on December 9th, he brought the mail in Wearing only a smile. Now, look, dude. Nobody wants to see your stretched out 52-year-old man scrotum swinging in the breeze when you come in with the fucking mail. Nobody wants to see it. And when you told this chick that you were going to deliver the mail in the nude so that she wouldn't be depressed, did she say, oh, God, don't? Because I'm willing to bet she did. (laughs) I'm willing to bet she said, don't do that. Seriously, don't come in. She my probably fucking thought he was naked. joking, right? Who would think that you would do that seriously? I don't know. Although I, know. I have my suspicions, I think my UPS man is doing the exact same thing. I think that's why he runs so fast. You think? Well, but he is, then he clearly doesn't want you no. to see him. I think he. It's the thrill of possibly getting caught. <laughs> I don't. That's think why so. he chucks things at the front door. <laughs> really, and he's don't. gone before I even get there. I really don't think so. <laughs> I'll let it pass. Maybe you think this is happening, but I don't think so. I don't think you're going to open up the door one day and see his naked butt running back to the truck. Okay, so at least this guy was trying to spread some cheer, and he was doing it, you know, with the right attitude. Oh, so the right attitude for Christmas is here's my cock? No, I'm just saying. 
Because Check it out, ladies. Let's see, we got a package today. And I opened the door, and it's a lady standing there, and she's got her happy Christmas sweater on. Right. And she told me that she lived in an address very similar to ours. Yeah, and FedEx, FedEx right. had dropped our package off at her house, and right. she delivered it to us. As similar as the names are around here, I'm often shocked that it doesn't happen more often. Because all of the street names around here are compound names. You know, there's they're two word names, and they just kind of mix and match the word that whether it's the first or last word. There's a whole bunch of them that are very similar, right? Mm-hmm. So, did she show up naked? Is that what you're saying? No, I said she had a Christmas sweater on, but she was very cheerful. Was she naked? But not everybody's the, like that. Naked from not the everybody's down. cheerful. Like I said, the UPS man just chucks the stuff at the door. In fact, That's I've got true. more packages this year that have been completely open when yeah. they got to me. I've been pretty happy that all the ones that were sent. For me, all the ones that I ordered seem to be pretty much okay. But yeah, you've gotten some boxes that look like people just kicked them. And I think and that's why again. he dumps and runs too, because he knows that they're unacceptable. Yeah, they don't they don't want to deliver you the package and have to look you in the eye when they hand it to you and shit's rolling out the bottom of it. They don't want that. I don't know. I, I really remember when there was a time when the people that delivered your stuff kind of took it seriously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, are the things that, uh, I mean, people are complaining, too, this year that delivery personnel are leaving packages when they're supposed to be delivery, uh, like a signature confirmation. Yeah, and they just dump it. There you go. And they sign it themselves. Yeah, they're asinine. That well, doesn't work. Part, part of the reason is, and I know I'm going to get a lot of heat about this, because we have listeners who do seasonal work, and I'm not not saying you guys, okay? But part of the problem is your UPS guy used to be your UPS guy all the time. Christmas, whatever. He was your UPS guy. And if Christmas time meant he was getting a bunch of overtime, then he got a bunch of overtime. But now they've cut back their, their the number of people that work for him so much that a lot of their drivers are scrubs. They don't, they're not doing this for serious. Well, that's true. They, they may never see you again. They don't give a fuck what happens to your shit. So I think that's part of the problem. People just don't have the same kind of pride in their work because they're not there for permanent. You know? That's true. So, I don't know. So we keep in mind. Just remember, if there, if a job's worth doing, it's worth doing well. Absolutely. So stop fucking up my shit. Assholes. All right, so if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Awesome. Email. rwtyshow at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Don't forget, you can juice us at bluebrow.com. Leave us a review at podcast.com and iTunes, whatever you want to do. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. <laughs>